Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Gina. And I'm Evo. Happy Friday, Evo. Happy Friday, Gina. This is an interesting week because our daughter had some holidays for President's Day Mm -hmm. or whatever it was. And um, it kind of totally threw my fucking week off. Yesterday, I didn't even realize that it was Wednesday because it felt like a Monday because it was her first day back to school. So the fact that we're already filming for our Friday episode, it felt like a little discombobulated. Yeah, usually we're like we're into that like that week stretch yeah. right where it's like we started off Monday, we've done a bunch of stuff and like it just feels like Thursday has come along but we, I guess, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Right? It yeah. felt it felt like a little off to me, especially the other day. I think this the other day, Monday, I went into the city for work and because so many people had off there were a lot of parents and grandparents with their kids in the city. And I remember calling you, telling you, like, the city felt so weird because there was so many tourists in the city. So the whole week just fucking feels off to me. Plus, the weather's been shitty. So just to add to that, I've been really having to peel myself out of bed. But um, while I'm in bed and, you know, keeping myself in the house on these dreary days, I find myself scouring social media And, of course, I come across shit that, you know, really gets me fired up. So I was like, let's talk about this. So right after the Super Bowl, uh, Mother Rihanna performed. And in all her glory and fashion, she then came out with a British Vogue um, cover with an article inside that caused a lot of stir up and discourse amongst the male community, right? Especially the community of men of color. And if anybody hasn't seen this cover with Rihanna, um, I was, let me put it to you like this. I fucking love Rihanna. So in my eyes, she does no wrong and almost everything she does seems such like a power move to me. I'm always like, yo, she's the fucking, she's the fucking boss you know i always feel like that when i see her in anything that she does and i'm also a very big asap uh, asap rocky fan you know i love his music especially he redid a song from another artist that i love not to get too deep into it but i'm a fan of both of them so when i saw them get together i was like yo that's so dope you know and Mm -hmm. you know obviously their love is blossom they have Mm -hmm. a child now yeah so the cover you know, stirred up a lot of convert social, what I would consider social conversation. So why don't you describe the cover a bit for the for those sure. who are listening and not viewing? And um, before I get too deep into it, episode one eighteen, the emasculated men. Where are the real men? <laughs> and now let's get into this British Vogue cover. It is Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. They're on the beach, and she is, I guess, the prominent figure in the image. She is leading with her hand stretched back and it's holding on to ASAP Rocky's hand and he is, you know, following her and not even looking in her direction because he is holding their, you know, uh, I believe six month old, nine month old, mm-hmm. don't quote me on that, little son and he's kissing him. Mm-hmm. And this caused a fucking uproar um, and it's because a lot of men felt like the image depicted ASAP Rocky being emasculated as a man. Uh, and there was a lot of I, Twitter went fucking crazy with it. And the discourse was really interesting because there was a lot of people that felt that it was a positive image, that it showed that ASAP 
is a supportive husband and he is letting his wife really take the forefront and that image because the article was about her and she is the billionaire and she just performed at the Super Bowl. So, you know, the focus was on her and their dynamic was shifted in a way where she was in the forefront of the image. But because he was in the back holding her hand, holding their son, a lot of men felt like he looked less masculine because they are a couple. There was even a tweet that I read that said, and I, I don't want to say the person's name, but the tweet says, uh, they, they're emasculating men. Without men leading, society will fail. This is the agenda. Um, <laughs> that oh tweet says a lot in itself. It's so short, but it says so much. The fact that this person felt that society will fail without men leading had a lot of feelings about that. I think the first thing that came to my mind was, didn't we just have someone that reigned for almost, seven, like I think close to 70 years as a matriarch, Queen Elizabeth? Oh uh, yeah, this is, and, what, this is why I'm like laughing And the United myself, Kingdom, you know, obviously that dude right. is a little out of touch with what's been going on in the world. So, so yeah, the term emasculation may be used to metaphorically refer to the loss of a man's masculinity. A man is said to be emasculated when he loses or is deprived of a characteristic traditionally associated with being a man, such as power, independence, leadership, and assertiveness. That definition also left me pondering a few things because to say that he has lost or is deprived of these things yeah, I was, uh, as you were stating it, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, what if those things don't matter to you? Then are you really being deprived? Are you really being stripped of your masculinity? So I would love to ask you, how did you feel about this cover? The cover? Cons considering that obviously a lot of the comments were coming from men, I would love to know what a man thinks about this type of cover. Uh, when I saw that cover... The first thing that came across my mind was ASAP Rocky fucking winning. <laughs> okay. Say more, Evo. I just want to put that out there. I mean, shit. Thinking about the, some of the comments that you said that came about because of the because of the cover, and then looking at it myself and reflecting on my emotions, I feel that if it works for them then it works for them. Why is it that like their relationship has to fit the mold of what somebody else feels masculinity should be or where a man should stand in a position in a relationship? Um, I believe ASAP Rocky is doing the best for him and his family mm. and his child. Um, when I look at that image, I see him escaping the pressures of what it is society puts on men that they have to, it 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 allow oh, sorry let me repeat that what i see is asap rocky escaping the mold that men have been put under as far as what their role is in the society he has been able to free himself and not be under the weight of having to provide this image that defines a man a lot of men 
are really hard on themselves when they can't fit that shoe, when they, when they can't fit that image, when they don't feel that shoe. It doesn't. It makes them feel less of a person. So the fact of the matter is that he doesn't even have to worry about that. Tells me that he's winning. You know that is. I swear, so many times you say things to me, <laughs> and I'm listening to you say them. That that perspective brings so much perspective to me. Yeah, I mean, um, to know that you look at that image as a man freeing himself of what is potentially considered like a social construct. Exactly. People defining what it is to be masculine because if we think about masculinity as a whole, it is something that society has deemed a term to place on men. And throughout time, that definition changes Mm -hmm. what it is to be masculine. If you think back to imagery of men, you know, centuries ago, men were or did wear certain clothing now, back then, that now would be deemed mm-hmm. feminine. Absolutely. Um, there's so many things that I can think of that men primarily did. For example, a lot of men entered into performance, to theater. They would play f- female roles that in this day and age, men going into theater can be seen as doing something that's feminine. So that definition has changed so much throughout time. So the fact that you're looking at it like he's escaping this definition, no matter what the definition is, and is saying, fuck that noise, I'm going to do what's best for me and my family, says so much more to me. And if I'm going to use this term, which I hate using, to me, that's a real man. Listen, is I yeah, exactly. That is exactly my <laughs> point. You know, if if as long as he's being loyal to her, honest, trustworthy, a great father to their to their to their son, and they're uh, now to be soon second child. Yeah, now to be soon second child, and you know, as a team, they're collect- collectively deciding that hey, you're gonna you're gonna lead us. Mm-hmm. In this relationship that you know that we're in, because you are our best asset in this department, mm-hmm. that's the way a relationship should be. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it, you know just because she's a she's a woman and he's a man that he's supposed to fit this you know this certain type of role. They're supposed to do this thing together, mm-hmm. and whoever's best suited for certain things, then like you know we do it with our relationship, yeah. we deploy that person out to go handle that thing that they're best suited for. Every time you say that to me, Evo, I think about playing um, uh, Call of Duty, uh-huh. and I'm like, "Yo, deploy me, right?" And then I'm like, "Send me a care package." Send a care package. You know, <laughs> just let me go out there and do what the fuck I Listen, gotta do. That's the way that I see it because in many instances in our relationship, you know, I can reflect back and remember, like, okay, you know what, you're you're the best person for this job. Mm-hmm. You handle this. Yeah. Or, you know, vice versa, where I'm like, you know, honey, listen, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of this because, you know, I'm better suited for this. And we agree. Yeah. And I don't see anything different going on in this relationship than that. So to me, this is a beautiful relationship. Yeah. And not to say that the cover implies that Rihanna is the head of household. Just in that image, she is leading in that image. And I don't think that in their house, she is. If I was to think about any healthy relationship, if I was to use our relationship as an example, or many of my friends and family members that have loving, healthy relationships, I know that there is this like balance that happens, and that balance sometimes 
goes in different shifts. Yeah. And so there are many times in a relationship, so thinking about Rihanna and ASAP, I would like to think that there are moments where she takes the lead and that there's moments where ASAP takes the lead when it comes to the dynamic of their family. I think sometimes people took that image too literal. They looked at it and it was like, oh, he's not a man because he's not in the front and center of this image. But that's not to say that behind closed doors there are many moments and I could speak from experience where he is the leading man in, yeah. in a particular situation. I agree. I mean, in this particular situation, I believe that Rihanna needs a man like ASAP that, yeah. that's going to allow her to be the, you know, the, the, the immense force that she is as a woman. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand what people think. Like, I don't understand what people, like, what kind of man do people think that is supposed to be with a person like Rihanna? Mm-hmm. She is so big and and so influential mm-hmm. that that's not something you want to bump heads with yeah. you know you want you want to be with somebody that's going to allow you to flourish in the space that you that you that you roam in and not give you any static about doing it yeah. i think that probably one of the main reasons that they're together is because he gives her that that comfort yeah. You know, there's no jealousy. There's no animosity. There's no like, oh, him trying to tear her down because, you know, she may be, quote unquote, you know, bigger than him. And there's some type of jealousy. No, he probably praises her and loves her for all of her accomplishments and hence why they're together having kids and raising a family. Like, I don't I couldn't be more happier for these two people. And the fact that, like, you have people tearing and trying to tear him down because he's in the back holding his son while they're on a photo shoot while she just killed it at the Super Bowl and is killing it in business and just killing it in life in general and people want to tear that down fuck these people man I don't for the people that can't um, (laughs) for the people that can't see us as you were saying that I felt so much emotion because I know that you're using those words to speak about what you feel like their relationship embodies, but I know that that's coming from the place of our relationship. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many times where, give me a second. Take your time. Um, there have been so many times in our relationship where I have ventured into something that was going to be difficult, was going to be very trying on who I was as a woman. I was, I've entered into many spaces that are male dominated. I've met, I've entered into many spaces where I really had to fight tooth and nail to, you know, make my position. Mm -hmm. And never once did I ever feel like I couldn't accomplish those things because I always knew evil that I had you in my corner. You were always that one of those driving forces for me when it came to the ventures that I sought out in life because you always supported me. Not to say that you didn't at some moments question some of the things that I was doing, but the questions always came from a place of concern. Absolutely. A, a, A space of, hey, I know this is something that you want to do. Let's sit down and let's talk about this because let's see how this can affect our dynamic as a family. Is it fitting for us? Is this the right thing? And if it is, how can we go at it together? That moment has happened so many times in our relationship. I actually just posted a picture of us almost 20 years ago where 
I went on a photo shoot and the photographer was a man and some of the photos where I guess you could consider a little bit more risque where, you know, I was showing a little bit more skin and you didn't even blink an eye. You were just like, this is what I you want. I was wanted. there for you. Yeah, you were like, this is what you want to do. Do you feel comfortable doing this? Do you feel like this is the right thing for you? And if that or all if all the answers to those questions are yes, then I support you. And again, I'm going to say this to me, that is what a real man is. And I'm always so interested by this whole um, masculine versus feminine conversation or this argument or this discourse that's happening throughout social media because I would consider myself someone that is... I possess both feminine and masculine energy and I never I have never looked at myself as less valuable as a woman because there are times when I step forward I step forward in a more masculine energy. So um I wanted to share some research that I um I found that I was very interested because since there is so much conversation I was wondering to myself had there been studies into what it is to be masculine versus what it is to be feminine? Okay. So, of course, I went to my Pew Research, um, and they conducted a study where relatively few men, 9%, say it is very important to them personally to be seen by others as manly or masculine. 9%. So the, that's, my that, nose that's, is that's actually kind of shocking. I have a tissue because my, yeah, no, my nose is running because I literally was fighting back tears two seconds ago. Okay. <laughs> Um, so again, relative, relatively few men, 9% say it's very important to them personally to be seen by others as manly as, as, as manly or masculine, while 37% say that this is somewhat important to them. Black men are more likely than white and Hispanic men to say that it is very important that others see them as very masculine. 23% mm. of black men say that this is say that say this versus seven percent of white and eight percent of hispanic men so 23 percent of black men versus seven percent white eight percent hispanic say that it is important for them to be viewed as masculine by others that's interesting so why that jumped out at me is because obviously asap is a black man right and a lot of the discourse on social was from other black men attacking the image as him being emasculated Mm -hmm. and i i found it interesting because are those black men that are attacking ASAP, are they in that moment, are they fighting to be viewed as a masculine man by tearing down another man that they don't themselves view as masculine? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, if I had to take a, a guess at it, I can kind of see these men looking at ASAP, you know, being from Harlem, coming in on the hip-hop industry, so they can kind of relate to who he is and, you know, and and what he looks like, right? Yeah. Where he's from, the type of music that he represents, the culture and all that stuff. Um, and then all of a sudden see him like this. And then a lot of men that used to relate to him and, you know, kind of like, yo, ASAP's my guy, doing something that they wouldn't do and almost feeling, you know, now their manhood is being threatened because like, oh, I used to fuck with ASAP. Mm-hmm. Now what's that say about me, you know, if like now he's doing this? And... I mean, oh, you know, okay. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, speculating here. But if I, you know, if I had to piece it together, I would think that maybe some of it is coming from, from that angle. 
which I they still think it's stupid. Uh, you know, I, I think that that's just a bunch of insecurity. You know, when you see someone else doing something that you wouldn't necessarily do and then it anger you. You know what I mean? Um, at the end of the day, you know, if ASAP, if ASAP finds it important to be in the position that he's in, then he's reached happiness. And I think that's that's our goal as human beings, right? To reach the place that we define as a happy place. Yeah. Whether it be swimming in a million dollars or owning nothing and just enjoying every day as your last day and the best day on earth. Hmm. You know, whatever you value and your perspective is on life, if you've achieved that, then you win it. And so these people that are not happy for him, they're obviously haven't achieved this and they're and they're not winning. And they're looking at ASAP for whatever reason, and it makes them feel worse about themselves. Which is, I, I mean, to me, is just fucking dumb as hell. I, don't know. I always appreciate the conversation between you and I because there are many times I don't understand this from a woman's perspective. And when I listen to you say these things about how maybe other men are viewing ASAP, it's almost kind of foreign to me. Mm. Because when I looked at that image, the first thing that jumped out at me was, first of all, kudos to Rihanna for being the being the boss bitch that she is, you know, yeah. and really creating an empire for herself that she can just collect a check on. But now she's also created generational wealth for her family. And she has a man that is on that ride with her. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, a lot of communities of with people of color, you know, let's not be shy about saying that there are a lot of absentee fathers. So the fact that ASAP was embracing his child first and foremost, because that imagery could have been without the child. It could have just been, you know, the two of them, you know, showing that, you know, their admiration and their love for each other yeah. separate of the child because Rihanna has chosen to really keep her child out of like, you know, out of the press. Of the public eye. And when she finally puts it on the cover of a magazine, it's ASAP holding their son and showing like how, you know, above all, you know, the embracing of my child is like, you know, that holds precedence. So that's what I saw when I saw that image. So to know that there were many other men that didn't see that immediately, for you to give me the perspective of how maybe some men, especially men of color, are viewing this image yeah, I mean, is, is very insightful it's, for me. It, it can easily break down to like, I used to I used to fuck with this guy, and now he's portraying this image. Mm. What's that say about me? Yeah, You know what I'm saying? People start questioning themselves and the decisions that, that they've made because somebody that they used to kind of, you know, like or admire or accept in their life or praise in one way or another or look at them in a positive light yeah. or in an envious light or whatever you want to make, make and now all of a sudden they're displaying something that they don't necessarily agree with and then they start questioning themselves like like it like it devalues them as a person. Yeah. The fuck. Um so I want to kind of switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you some questions about, you know, emasculating a man okay. or men yeah. being emasculated that I kind of came to me when I saw this image and I thought about us having this conversation because, again, I want to gain this perspective from a man. So what um, are some traditional roles that you and I swap in the house? And these roles that we swap, do you feel that they make you feel or are looked at as less than a man? But first, answer the first part. What so, are some traditional roles that you and I um, swap in our house? In the past, um, 
some of the traditional roles that you and I swapped were um, being like a being a home caretaker. Okay. Right. I I feel that in the beginning of not in the beginning, very early in our in our relationship, um, you spent you spent a lot of time working. You had a you had a very successful career working with you were working at but it also demanded a lot of your time mm-hmm. and i was able to spend more time at home which then i started to kind of like care for more of the things at home which was you know the cooking and the cleaning for the kids and you know the homework and on the weekends when you were going at work you know i was staying at home making them breakfast kind of um you know uh, when um our youngest was was really young you know i was helping him with his speech and spending, you know, recording videos of him, you know, so that you could see it when you get home and kind of like a lot of things that a woman would do while her man's at work, mm-hmm. you know, look, honey, look what, look what the baby was doing while you were at work and yeah. things of that nature. You know, I was doing that. Um, and I also recall me not making as much as you did. So, you know, you were covering a lot of the, you know, expenses at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just what worked for our relationship. Yeah. You know, it's me again in that in that moment seeing that okay, here we have as a as a as a couple, we have all of these responsibilities that we need to take care of. Wherever she can't be, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna support us in that way so that we're not falling apart because I have this issue with my masculinity and I feel like nah a man shouldn't be doing that. Nah, fuck that, because that's gonna be a demise to our success as a couple you're only as strong as your weakest link and so if i if i don't if my, my ego is going to get in the way of me you know cleaning some toilets and doing some dishes and changing some diapers because you're at work and i don't have the ability to work the way that you do right now then guess what i'm going to put value in our relationship where it needs to be and what the result is you're going to come home and say i got a fucking man at home which is all that really matters. I'm so glad that you gave me a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> because that's really what matters. It's okay. what you define as a man. So I and think that you're coming home to that. Yeah, so I think I you answered the second part is do you feel or do you, do you feel less of a man or do you feel like you're viewed as less of a man because I, these okay. roles that we have swapped. So I don't feel viewed as less of a man because what what I did for myself and for our relationship is to try to recognize what you needed from me as a partner yeah. right mm-hmm. and you know you're obviously in in that particular time in your life you know you, you were heterosexual so i know that you wanted a man right <laughs> i know you were looking for a male so i needed to figure out the definition of what that person was what mm-hmm. were the characteristics that that person needed to embody so that you can come home and say that's my man it's not about what everybody else defines a man as it's what your definition is of a man that's the only shoe i need to fit you know, that's the only target that I need to hit. And I made sure that I did everything I could to hit that fucking mark. And I think that I did a pretty good job at that time. Um, I think you're always doing a great and job. I think that's exactly what ASAP is doing. Yeah. I He's a fucking, fucking genius. I fucking totally agree. And I also will say the minute you said that's my man, my brain went right to DMX. <laughs> that's my man. That's my man. You know? You know, I can't listen. I can't put it any easier for any other guy out there. You know, like if you're stepping into a relationship with this idea like that, you need to be X, Y, Z 
I mean, yes, to some degree, of course, you know, there is certain characteristics that are, you know, that come associated with being a man. But at the end of the day, when you have a partner, it's how you guys gel together. Yeah. Um, if some of the characteristics that you embody, your partner doesn't see as uh, that, that they complement you, then you maybe you want to think about seeing how you can change things a little bit so that you're seen in a better light. If that if that's important to you, I know that the way you saw me was super important to me. And I was looking to be I was looking to step into that light as best as I could. Mm. That's not supposed to happen. So well, you obviously are doing an impeccable job at it because here we are 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Still together. together. <laughs> That's from, uh, what's that from? That's from A Living Color, right? Yeah, and yeah. by the way, I love how you said, and at that point in your life, I knew you were heterosexual. Yeah, so I mean, I'm... Hinting I, at other things. <laughs> you know, so it's clear to me that you wanted a man. Yeah. It's just what that man, what, what characteristics that man were supposed to display so that you can not only look at me, but say to yourself... I got a real man. Yeah. So I don't think there's, you know, the, the true definition of what a real man is is purely subjective based on the person that you're with. Yeah. And what their perspective of a man actually is. I totally agree. And um, I know that you have some questions for me. We decided that we would kind of go back and forth. Yes. So one thing I would like to ask you that I think it's important for um, men out there to hear is... What characteristics were you looking for in a man as an alpha woman, right? Because I think that this whole this whole subject is a woman like Rihanna, who is clearly an alpha woman, mm-hmm. um, finally settling in with someone that to her is her man, right? Mm-hmm. So she has this this image, these um, you know, this picture of what her man is supposed to look like. And it's obviously not typical from what a typical, you know, from what a regular woman looks for in a man, right? Mm-hmm. So, so what is a woman like yourself who is an alpha woman? What characteristics do you look for in a man? Because men out there should know that if they ever meet or you know or encounter or want to date an alpha woman, that these there there may be things about that woman that 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 she's looking for in a man that they might necessarily be blind to. Okay. So immediately I could tell you off the bat, I wanted to know that you could match my energy as an alpha woman, but be completely comfortable with me taking the lead in certain scenarios that are deemed by society somewhat masculine. Yep. I think that's, excuse me, that's a, that's a great one because I, I remember. Rec- and I know that you know what I'm saying yeah, when I say absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Um. And I think our scenario might be slightly different than the average, you know, person looking to date. I had children previous to our relationship. So I was head of household. I was the person that was leading the ship, right? Mm -hmm. And if I was going to allow another person into my life I needed to know that they were going to be truly in love with being a parent and not shy away from what would be deemed traditional feminine roles I came from a household where my father believed in that type of dynamic he believed that the women are in the kitchen 
raising the children and he goes out and works and bring home bring bring brings home the money i can't tell you that i ever saw my father clean anything i can't tell you that i ever saw my father um really in, other than maybe my youngest brother embrace us you know he was not yeah. very affectionate um he didn't really express a lot of loving conversation towards us he just played that role of i'm the provider i bring the money i put the roof over your head and i knew that i did not want that in my home i knew that i wanted a man that was going to be able to do all those things that my father did not do for me as a young girl and and i have brothers because as an adult i realized how important those qualities were because of what it could do to young children when you're not given those things. So I knew that I needed a man to step in that was going to be a loving parent. I, I'm, I'm emphasizing the parent part of that because I don't want to say a loving father. Yeah, I, I think when you have a child, you become a father. But you have to really learn how to parent. And I wanted to know that you were going to put your love into it. And I wanted to know that you were going to be dedicated to it. So that was really important to me. But I also wanted to know that you were not in any way, shape, or form threatened by taking on some of the more feminine roles like cooking, cleaning. And that was what I needed because I was really in my, I guess you could say, masculine energy at the beginning of our relationship. I was in a very male-dominated industry, and I couldn't be with someone that was ever going to be threatened by the fact that I was around a lot of men, that maybe you needed to be home more than I did, because that's not what I was looking for. That's not what I was going to value at that time in my life. And I think that there's a lot of women out there that are looking for a man to fit that kind of mold. They want a man to be able to step into their life and be so comfortable in their own masculine energy. And I'm not saying masculinity. I'm saying in their own masculine energy because that is to 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 each their own, right? So whatever that means to you as a man, but to know that you are confident in that energy, I think is what a woman needs. Yeah. She needs to know that when she steps out of the home and she may have to go do something, that when she comes home that things are right, mm -hmm. regardless of you being a man or not. Yeah. It's and, not, and and many alpha women will want that in in a man. Yeah, it's it sounds like you know what you're saying is that not only back then, but women now who are alpha alpha women are looking for the ability to share the opportunity to be providers in the relationship, mm -hmm. and also to share the responsibilities of what it is to be the caretaker. And to be able to shift back and forth in those roles whenever it whenever it's fit, whenever yeah. need be. And not be shackled to this, oh, you know, because you're a certain sex that, you know, you belong in this department. Yeah. And you're a certain sex and you belong in this department. And I totally saw that. You know, when I looked up what the definition was of um, what it meant to be emasculated, and it said that it it's, could mean that a man is lost or deprived of certain characteristics, and then I read what the characteristics were, which I mentioned earlier, which are, you know, power, independence, leadership, assertiveness, I felt like 
being a mother of a boy of boys and a girl aren't these characteristics that you would want either sex to have wouldn't you want your daughter to be assertive wouldn't you want her to be independent wouldn't you want her to be a leader wouldn't you want her to obtain power but i would also want those things for my boys i don't look at those as characteristics that a man should have and then that determines his masculinity so well i think i think that it just depends on you know the man that's raising that girl you know, if he grew up and he has the, you know, and he, and his and his, he has the mindset that, you know, women or females should act a certain way and conduct them conduct their lives in a certain way based on their sex, then he may not want these things for his daughter. Yeah. You know, he may not want her out there, um, kind of going elbow to elbow with men in certain industries. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is a possibility where a man wouldn't want that for his daughter. I can I can I can understand yeah. that. So that brings me to my next question. Do you think a woman can emasculate a man? I think a woman can emasculate a man. Yes, but okay, so only in, only in the sense that he's allowing himself to be emasculated. Okay. So, for example, if a Let's say a man has to, let's say a man is trying to do something for himself or a man's trying to do something that is a masculine act. So he wants to maybe, I don't know, build a shed for their son, mm-hmm. right? And the wife's like, no, I'll just go buy one. Mm. You know, so she's like, don't do it, blah, blah, blah. I'll just buy, I'll buy us a, you know, a $40,000 swing play set, you know, when he wants to build one for his son. Cause that's like, you know, that's a manly thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. You know, take your son out back, you learn how to you know, show him how to, you know, sand, do some screws, cut some wood, you know, mm-hmm. just make it a project, right? Mm-hmm. Building, you know, uh, exercise that you would do with your child just to kind of create a bond. But the mother's like, no, 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 no. That's one way that a woman can, you know, emasculate a man, but he has to allow it. You know, he has to kind of fold and say like, oh, okay, you know, and just go with it. She may initiate it, whereas like, you know, she's she's preventing that from happening. But if he accepts it, then then there's the real problem. It's not her. It's him. Because in that instance, at that point, then there needs to be a conversation like, Mm -hmm. hey, I know that you can buy this for us, but I need to do this with my son. Mm hmm. And I need you to let this happen. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if it turns out to be a shitty project, then so what? I want this experience, you know. And then maybe later on you can come and buy one. But for now, I need this. Okay. And that's him standing up for himself and being masculine in that instance itself. But these things have to happen in conversations. Like it, you know, they only happen if 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 nothing's being spoken about and they're allowed to happen. Okay, so let me push back on you a little bit. Would that then be her emasculating him or would that be him being emasculated? Like allowing that to happen to himself. Well, so, that's what I said. I said so, it, it happens. Wait, hold on. I wasn't done. So w- the way that I'm hearing it is that she is prompting the idea of emasculation, but he's carrying it out by not allowing or allowing her to make the purchase so in turn it's not really her it's him well no he's prompting the idea of doing something okay and she's not allowing it she's trying not to allow it okay she's trying to prevent him from doing something that he feels instinctually he wants to do as a man right so that would be i follow you so what i'm saying is is if 
she then brings up the conversation of, no, I don't want you to do that. I want to make a purchase for whatever her reasoning is wanting to make the purchase. If he then allows her to do that, is it really her emasculating him or is it him emasculating himself? Well, again, yeah. one, that's what I that's what I initially said. But okay. if, but by the definition, if you want to go back to the definition, it's to, it's preventing a man from acting out these duties that he feels as okay. is a man. So here he is depriving him, d- depriving him. Right. So here okay. he is trying to act out something and she's trying to deprive him of that experience. Okay. She's trying to deprive him. I said deprive. She's trying to deprive him from that experience. Okay. So there is the emasculation portion of it, but in t- not to just totally put it on her. Yeah. He has a part to play in this as well. And if he allows this to happen to himself, then he is part to blame as well. And so I think that reflecting back to what I said before, mm-hmm. if there's a conversation that kind of happens where he can still do it and she can still allow it. And it just really boils down to even though she's probably the more um, even though she's probably able to solve the issue with money and she's obviously the head of household, like we're using in this example, right? She's the head of household mm-hmm. um, and she can solve the issue with money in that situation. It is very important for a woman, for an alpha woman to let their man carry out these things and give them the space to do so so that they feel like a man yeah you know that's that's super important and healthy for the relationship i totally agree and i'm kind of smirking as you're saying that because then in the back of my mind i'm like so then when he fucks it up <laughs> i mean what if he fucks then it up? you can swoop in and be like nice yeah. try honey yeah I appreciate the effort. Now it, can I, I go and buy the yeah, shed? I think and it's then great. you take the lead. And, like, you and know. then he can listen. Or he, he, can, he can own up to it and say, hey, listen, this this project didn't come out so good. And you know, and almost feel good like even though yeah. this shed that I, I built with my son is shitty as hell, <laughs> you know, my wife can still go buy a forty thousand dollar shed and I can and I can feel safe. I mean, a $40,000 playset, and I can feel safe that my son is out there playing in something that is professionally built. Oh, you built. said a shed. So did you mean like a playset? A shed, a playset. You know, I you really know, didn't kind of define what it, what it was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, you were but just saying you, you get a the project. Idea. Yeah, a project of some sort that, you know, men feel like that they want to do. Like with their, I am men. Yeah, I am okay. men. You know? um, so that's a, I think that's a great example of potentially a woman emasculating a man. Okay, I can, I can kind of get with you on that. I immediately thought back to one particular time when we were doing a home project together and I really had to let you be in that masculine energy and it was we were fixing up our basement and we were painting and you bought this tool to help paint and I remember just being like what is this bullshit contraption in that Evo has purchased that he swears is going to make the painting faster and I remember cringing. I didn't vocalize yeah, you did. it. Yeah, you did. I I just looked at you and I said, you're going to use that. And you're like, honey, watch. I'm telling you that this shit is going to work. So you know what I said to myself? I said, you know what? I'm going to let him do it. Because you know what? He believes it can work. So if he believes it, then I should believe it. Because there's no reason. He has not done something with this particular device in the past that I should be prompting to be like, no, don't do it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to let him go ahead and do it. And then I said to you, I was like, you know, if it doesn't come out right, we're just going to have to fix it. And I remember watching you use this tool and paint. And I remember the inside of my body just crawling. And then in the end, it came out fucking perfect. Yeah. And then times going forward i'd be like can you um like yeah, bring can that you tool? That? Yeah. can you use so that please? for all of you who are wondering what the hell this thing was <laughs> that i bought right it was a paint roller 
that you can pour the paint into the roller. Oh my god! And yeah. so it had it had a compartment to hold the paint, and it had a shield to prevent it from splashing when you roll it. Yeah. So imagine not having to go down and dip the paint roller into the thing yeah. every time that you need new paint. This thing was filled with paint, so you could just hit a wall and just go. Woo, 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 and you were woo, flying woo, through woo, it. Yes. And I, remember and I was knocking it we out. We were listening to music. We were drinking, and I remember just being like, "I'm gonna yep. just do the edges." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but the interesting part about that, right, which I think is super important to speak about, is that you are a very, um, you're a very detail oriented person, right? Yeah. And you you have specific ways of doing things that is not, that they need to be kind of like done in a certain fashion, yeah. so that in your mind there's a, there's a system to it, right? Yeah, one plus one equals one two. one plus one equals two. So you're as uh, you know, as many times as you've painted walls before, though my approach was completely outside of yeah, the box. Yeah, you were of counting what, backwards. Yeah, of what you what you normally do, right? So, so we immediately were bumping heads. I want you to understand that, like she was like, "No, we this is how we should do this," and I'm like, "No, you need to let me just do this thing. I know you don't know about it, but this is gonna work." And so, in that moment, she was like. You know what? I'm just gonna let him do this because I can see how it's super important this yeah. is to him. You know? I I I was able to see that it was important to you and it meant something to you and you so value in this thing. Yeah. So I needed to see it. Yeah. I needed to see it through your yeah, lens, so. and you made me a fucking believer. Yeah. So I think you have one last question for me, and then we're gonna head over to our uh, cards. Yes. So uh, my last question is: How do you deal with conflicting views when it comes to leading masculine roles in a relationship as an alpha woman? Um, so I know what you mean by leading roles, like traditional roles in yes. a house that are supposed to be led by a man. How do I feel about yeah. them as an alpha woman? Initially, I was in the beginning of our relationship, I was very intimidated by it because I said I came from a world of parenting where my dad was the, you know, he was the breadwinner and I watched that implode on my family. It it was a dynamic that did not work. It was not healthy. And in my particular experience. Right. So I was very intimidated by allowing you to step into these traditional masculine roles, such as like being the provider, being the prote protector, you know, fixing things around the house, especially considering that I am very handy myself. Mm -hmm. I have an automotive background. I went to automotive school. I've worked on cars. I know how to fix things in the house. I'm not afraid, you know. There were many moments where I found myself having to put myself almost kind of like the image of Rihanna and ASAP where I had to hold your hand and I had to support you in something that I do just as well. So, you know, she's an entertainer, so is he. So it was very I was very intimidated by it. Yeah. And I think that many alpha women are because we have positioned ourselves in a world that is male dominated. So when we enter into our relationships, we have to learn how to let that guard down. Mm -hmm. And it's not always the most comforting feeling. You have to find your peace in that. And I found my peace in that. It took a while, but now the balance that you and I have found, yeah. I sometimes, I lean a little bit more towards like super feminine where I'm just like, can you um, go and do that for me, please? <laughs> I know that I, I know that I can do this, but I would really yeah. love if you did it. Yeah, I think that's a that's it's amazing how you can kind of like flip back and forth to that. Um, and I think that was a great answer yeah. uh, to add to that answer. I just want to say that for any man that's out there that is beginning to 
uh, get to know or beginning a relationship with a woman who is an alpha woman, um, try to recognize her strengths. Mm -hmm. And instead of being trying to combat those things because you feel like that those are strengths that you possess and you could probably do them better, really self-reflect and ask yourself, is she doing this better than I am? And if she is, then I need to acknowledge that and I need to figure out how I could support her in that, right? That is such a egoless approach right. and that takes so much humility as a as a man Cool. I, I applaud you. I'm going to give a great example. Okay. I'm going to give a great example, right? And then, and then we and we're going to go to the questions, right? Yeah. I'm going to give a great example. So in our house, mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to like setting things up, obviously, like I mentioned before, Gina is super detail oriented, right? But like, you know, TVs and sound systems and things like that, like that was my shit, you know? And like, I mean, I just like, I just, my, you know, my entertainment sensor, my entertainment sensor, my gaming consoles and all that stuff, like that was my shit. So the first time that we actually moved into a place together and we were setting things up, I remember kind of like, you know, going to do my thing and Gina's looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right? And I didn't, I'm just, I'm just hooking my stuff up, right? She let me hook it up the way that I hook it up. I want to say the next day she had everything pulled back out pulled all of the wires out labeled every single wire that's going into every single console every single tv put in you know zip tied all the wires ran them all neatly and just made it like it was something uh by a professional installer yeah and that was a moment where i was just like oh shit like she's an ace with the wiring like this shit is crazy and I was I recognize that you do that way better than I do. Even though that's something that I I should be like technically proud of and I should be doing, you killed that shit, right? So moving forward, anytime we've ever hooked hook shit, anytime we've ever hooked shit up, I'm like, babe, you need the tape. Here's the tape. You want me to get the, you want me to get your zip ties? I'm gonna get you zip ties. You know what I'm saying? And this is what and I'm I've, talking about. I've leveled up too because yeah. I got I've gotten tubing now. I've gotten like the like the uh, things yeah. that you mount on the that walls. shit is sexy. How can I help? I, you know what's so funny? <laughs> we just had someone the other day comment on one of our videos, and the person said, "Yeah, I want to see how um, how much she doesn't need a man when she needs to mount the TV." Yeah. And Eva was like, "I was mount like, the TV. I was like, Shit, she's an ace with the electronics and work on cars, so I'm not sure. There's not there's a lot of stuff that she can't do. Yeah, but you know, that's a prime example. Like, I mounted the TV and yeah. ran the wiring. In our so together room. now, I'm like, how can I help you? You yeah. know, because like." I, I love it when you do it, you know, and I think that it's important for men to recognize the strengths in their women um, and be able to see that maybe they do it better than them and and realize that if they can support them, that's just like, dude, that's like peanut butter and jelly right there, man. They just they go perfect together. I love that. Um, right. Okay, so I'm going to go first this right, time because last time you went first. So I picked the blue card and I'm just going to whatever. I'm not even I know paper pump, but did he just say peanut butter and jelly? Oh, no, I picked the yellow one. Okay. Um, oh, what are five things on your bucket list? Five things on my bucket list. Ooh, uh, so my my bucket list actually uh, got kicked to the curb uh, when I had my daughter. Hmm. So a lot of things that I wanted to do were, like, very risky. Hmm. And they kind of went out the window when, when we had Ava. Yeah. So, but if I had to put some things together on the bucket list uh, that I do I really want to do um, a lot of them are with you mm. I mean I would definitely want to go see the some of like um, some of the world's you know greatest things that we have which is like you know oh, like the seven wonders of the seven world. seven wonders of the world uh, you know travel to go see the pyramids 
Okay, so that's one. Um, you know, the Grand Canyon. I did want to do like skydiving, but that's that's a wrap because okay, but that's it's dangerous. You know, like I could you know I could I could hurt myself. Well, you could do indoor skydiving. Nah, it's in- not the same thing. Okay, I, want, I really so I really wanted to jump out of a plane. So one is um seeing the seven wonders of the world or yeah. like seeing wonderful things in the world. Yeah. Okay, so you still have four more. Is that hard? It 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 kind of is, because like I said, there you know I wanted to. I wanted to ride, you know, ride across country on a motorcycle one time, but ever since <laughs> that's not happening. That's not happening since I had my because like this one, it's a real dangerous thing to do. A lot of dangerous yeah. stuff. I just kind of like because I, I am a bit of an adrenaline junkie, a little bit, and so. Okay, so can we toss it up to, for sake of time, can we toss it up to that? Your five bucket listings are to see five amazing things in the world. Yes, okay, I, absolutely, without without, right. without a shadow of a doubt, and, I, right. and and you have to be there with me on all of them. Yeah, um, I could. We've talked about some places that yeah. we want to go. All right. So, um, what colors do we have? Is just these three? Yellow. Okay. Let's no, it's like it's a couple. Okay. Okay. So, on a scale of one to ten, how messy are you? Okay. So I'm sorry. Let me just repeat this. On a scale of one to ten, how messy are you to live with? On a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna say that I'm a seven. I'm going to say that there are certain aspects of me that are super clean. And then there's moments where I just fucking explode a mess. And that's like the other three where I'm not good at. I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. on And that. it's probably not... like when I'm getting ready or like my makeup and shit where I leave yeah. lights on. And when I'm cooking, I leave cabinet doors open. Yeah. And... Right. I'm going to concur with you on that. I'm not, I'm not... <laughs> like I'm very clean. Yes. You but are. I can be I can be messy in certain spurts of my life. Yes. Right. Yeah, you definitely can. Um I'm not Without the shadow that. of a doubt, when Gina cleans, she cleans, and she cleans way better than anybody that I know, and and even myself included. Uh, but then she does things where she'll just leave the shit a fucking disaster, <laughs> and it's like it blows my mind sometimes. So yeah, seven seven yeah. is a very accurate. Thank you, I appreciate that. I'm not even I'm not up, I'm not up here trying to lie, you know. I'm fucking telling my truth. Fuck it, you yeah. know. Love me or hate me, whatever, it doesn't make a difference. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Um. But I want people to enjoy us, so that it, that is important to me. And we recently have received quite a bit of love on our last couple um, yeah. pieces of content that we put out. So Evo and I that. are always very humbled by that. And if you don't know it, I'm telling everyone that watches and listens to us that it means so much to us and it keeps us going. So if you wanted to continue to watch or listen to us, please go ahead and subscribe, like, share our content, leave a review on Apple Podcasts because that's where you can leave like a written review or rate us on Spotify, wherever you consume our content. If there's a way that you could show the love in written form or pressing a button, we would greatly appreciate it. And that's really it. So until next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, Peace out. Peace out.